Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the No Bad Dogs podcast with me, Tom Davis, America's Canine Educator, the podcast where we love, live, and of course, we work with dogs. Today, I plugged in my mic halfway through one of my online sessions. Um, If you guys want to work with me online, it's super simple. Um, You can just go to my website, americascanineeducator.com, and look on the online courses, and you can work with me uh, via FaceTime or Skype or just talking on the phone. And I basically plugged my microphone in halfway through this session. This is a podcast that I think is going to resonate with a lot of different dog owners and, and, and especially a lot of dog trainers out there. This is a dog that has bitten somebody that got off leash, um, doesn't really have any malicious behaviors or past behaviors uh, making this make sense. So I walk the dog owner through the process of why this is happening, um, and, I'm, and I'm happy to share this with you guys. And I appreciate you guys following along here on the podcast and constantly tagging me and continuing to listen to my stuff. I truly do appreciate it. I hope you guys like this, and here we go. The things that are going to change your relationship the most from your dog not listening, from your dog, again, chasing people, um, basically just blowing you off, is the principles of your relationship is, is, is going to need to change. Because you, you, you have to realize that dogs are animals, and they don't care how much you love them as much as they care as how much you guide them. They need, they need somebody to tell them what they can and can't do when they're in a predicament. Your dog sounds like a sweet dog that's really never made any mistakes, and the passing of your elderly or your older dog has made her now insecure or troubled on what to do, what's right from wrong. So she sees somebody rollerblading by and she she just assumes it's a threat and doesn't really know what else to do. But again, I'm not so much worried about the actions your dog is taking more than more than I am about you putting down the principles of your relationship because that's what's ultimately going to change it. You're providing that that structure and that relationship that she needs. So instead of she's not coming back, because um, right now when she doesn't listen to you, you're just you're letting her get away with it. So start off with just a thirty feet thirty foot long line and and start with your relationship. Let her go out. You say Maggie, come. She decides to ignore you because there's birds and squirrels. You give her, and then and then you give her a pop on the leash, and you say, "Yeah," and you and, and you recall her for that. You say, uh, or I'm sorry, you 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 correct her for that in general. So, like I said, right now you're you, you want to you want to reward her when she comes to you. So you just give her a pat. Yeah, you just tell her, "Hey, good come," and then you can give her a piece of food if you want. You don't have to. You just you just recall her and you tell her, "Hey, good job. Um, you know that that was good." But uh, same, but same thing across the board. It's not going to be just the recall. It's going to be everything else that you're dealing with. So, if you put her into a place command and you tell her to stay, and she doesn't, and you don't do anything about it, well, then that doesn't teach her anything. That's like inviting everybody into school from from first grade up into college and say, hey, if if nobody studies and nobody does homework and nobody doesn't come to class, I'm still going to pass everybody with flying colors. Well, then. Nobody. First of all, nobody's learning. Second of all, why would you put any effort in? And third of all, you have you still don't have any respect for the the person that's teaching you this stuff. See, the teacher, the teacher, not only in the animal kingdom but also in in humans and in our relationships too across the world. Um, they they 
they acquire respect because they teach, they punish, they discipline. It's tough love. It's, hey, I, you know, I like you as a person, but you didn't do your homework. You fail. You have to go to summer school, whatever. And we, we sometimes hate our teachers or we hate our parents for, you know, you, you have kids. You understand it's, it's like, you know, I, I never want to see you again. It's like, well, tough love. You know, you, you have, but if you don't do these things, see, and that's, that's the problem, I think, with, I don't, I don't understand why, why the, <laughs> the, 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 the same principles don't don't transfer. Actually, I do understand it simply because we don't we don't understand dogs as a human race, but we want to live with them. But um, so a lot of times, you know, when when we make these decisions to say, you know, you, you didn't do good here, uh, I need to punish you for that. And again, a punishment. People are afraid of that punishment word. They're afraid of even punishing anything. And it doesn't have to. Punishment could just be taking away their ice cream, taking away their Looney Tunes, taking away. Uh, their treats, taking away their favorite ball, whatever. Punishment doesn't have to be this really scary thing because people don't know how to do it, but you have to do something. And so if you're teaching her a behavior such as place, mat, sit, stay, and she decides to walk off as soon as you walk two, two, two feet away or a foot away, and you just put her back on, and you just put her back on, it's going to take you 16 years for her to go, oh, for some reason, this is you know this is what that is, and then unfortunately, it's it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna stick as well as if you just corrected it immediately when she stepped off the mat, because right right when you punish her for so she's on the mat or the place good mat good place good mat good place whatever you want to use, and the moment she steps one little paw off that thing, you grab the leash and you pop her. You say ah ah place. And you pop her right there, and she goes, "Oh, well, that sucked." And you go, "Well, hey, man, just stay here. It's all you got to do." And again, it's the same principles of what we were talking about before. Of your, your, it's not so the micro and the small portion of this whole concept and the principles is the fact that you're training for your relationship. So your little obedience. So when I bring people in and I and I train them on on obedience and I train them on stuff like this. So if you were to come in, I would work on the place, the sit, the stay. And here's the transfer. Here's the macro to the micro that we're talking about. So you're working on all this stuff. And some people are like, why the, you know, cause I, I have people uh, that just, they, I have a lot of out of states right now and they're coming from Virginia and Ohio and Maine and all these places. And they, um, some of them are kind of probably scratching their head like, you know, why am I sitting here working on the place and the stay and all this stuff? Because people assume when they come in, that I'm going to say, okay, let's get your dog barking and fix it. Nine, nine and a half times out of ten, the reason why your dog's barking is because your relationship is just terrible. And your communication skills, your, your, your whole line of communication is bad. It's like, it's like having a German-ran small business of ten people and having somebody that's, that only speaks English coming in and dictating everybody and telling them what they can and can't do. It's not going to run that smooth. It's not the, the the clarity and the communication is not going to it may run and it may it may come out good but um there's so many things in between that are going to kink and and fry and, and and not last because of the communication so um going back to what i was saying before is if your if your relationship and if the dog understands wrong from right through punishment or through some sort of discipline or some sort of consequence of misbehaving or doing what you deliberately ask them to do, the chances of them thinking twice for going against your word will then 
be be way greater than if you didn't give them any consequence. So it would be the difference between robbing a bank and somebody shaking their their finger at you versus somebody locking you up for 25 years to life. I mean, it's not that extreme, but in the dog's mind, it is because they look at you either as two things, a leader or a follower. You're one of the other. And you have to you have to step back from your relationship and say, does my so when people all, all the time will talk about I, I can't tell you how many things I've seen on social media of, of certain dog training camps saying we don't use fear or, or, or we, we don't believe in fear or, or, or our dog doesn't fear us. And to me, you're basically airing out your your insecurities and then your flaws in your relationships with your dog. Because to me, fear is what keeps things that we're in charge of alive. The fear of getting in charge. And so I think there's a lot of marketing techniques and there's a lot of words that are being thrown around because people are trying to pull on other people's uh, heartstrings and associate fear with abuse. And then abuse goes to kicking dogs, beating dogs, punching dogs, yeah, whatever. And, 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 it, and it's really just a play on words and it's really just it's, it's manipulated marketing. But for me, I can remember... When my mom like looked at me a certain way, I knew I was in trouble, and and I and I you know what I mean, and I knew that, and it wasn't like it was an abusive. Th- I was just like, man, I don't want to get in trouble. Like I don't want this. You know, I want to change right now. Sorry, I'll I'll sit straight. I'll stop talking. I'll stop slurping my milk. Whatever it may be, and so for me, the the little bit of fear in working with dogs is a little bit of, it's a part of that recipe of making sure that, because I want the fear of if you don't come back, you're going to get smashed by a car. Or if you don't come back, you're going to get some, you know, some places I work with, you're going to get hit by a rattlesnake. You're going to get eaten by a grizzly. You're going to get, you're going to get taken by some, you know, gang member in, in, in a, in a place and you're going to get used for bait. I mean, for me, I want, to make sure, same thing in your incidences of of, of Maggie biting a, a person, you want her to fear the consequence of not complying. And right now, the only thing that she's fearing is the fact that you're gonna smack your leg a little harder if she doesn't come. The yeah, I think the the, the point is is anything that you do to help right now is gonna be better than what you're doing. You know, like you you say, Maggie, come. And, and, and she looks at the other dog or the other person and she says, no, mom, I have to do this. You, you don't realize that not only is she misbehaving, but you're, give, you're enabling her and giving her the idea that she has to handle this situation, which is why she did it. She's, from, from, from what you're saying, it doesn't sound like a mean, aggressive, malicious dog. What you're saying is, is she goes out at the end of the yard as a biker, rollerblader, whatever, She's, she's going after the dog or a person, and you say, come. She's not going after that person because she, she feels like she just wants to hurt somebody today. She's going after that person because she doesn't feel like anybody else in the area is in charge, and that's what animals do. That's, dogs will, dogs are, if you just watch and study dogs and how they interact with people, 
you'll know the relationship very well where if, if you get a dog that um, is looking at a person for guidance and leadership, not just, and again, this, this is stepping away from, so anybody with a pulse can get out a, a package of bologna or a package of hot dogs and, and get a dog engaged and get a dog to follow you around a room. But what I want to do is I want to create relationship with dogs that matter. I want to create relationship with dogs that are raw and organic and natural and, and, and they really respect what I have to say regardless of what they feel. They say, yeah, but there's a squirrel. And I go, yeah, but there's a car and there's a road and you cannot do it. And if you do, you're going to be punished because I love you and I do not want you to die today. So, so that's what you, you have to just start. Yes. So you'll, you'll put her on that long line. You'll work on your recalls in your yard. You say, Maggie, come. She doesn't. You give her a little pop on the slip collar. Um, and then when she comes, you, yay, good job. And then, and then eventually what we do as trainers, uh, or educators or whatever, specifically me, whatever the heck you want to call me, my, my job isn't to not only teach the, the dog owner how to use the tools properly, but it's also to teach the dog owner how to just use the tools and teach the dog. Because I don't, just the same way as, as I tell people, I do not want you to manifest your entire relationship with an animal based off of a pack of hot dogs because your relationship is going to suck. It's not going to be good. It's going to be, a, yeah, it's going to be dependent and one-dimensional and that's, that's not what we want to do. But it's the same exact principle of me t- telling people and teaching people that the tool is there to teach and if you're it's if you're relying and depending on the tool under most circumstances i guess let me give you an example of 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 the circumstance of always having a tool would be a 150 pound saint bernard and a 100 pound person well you're going your dog is way too big to not have tools just like riding a horse you're you're way too powerful of an animal to not have equipment on you to give me leverage period. I don't, I don't care what you like, what you don't like, what you think is wrong and right in the animal world. If you have a dog that is going to be potentially more dangerous without tools and without proper equipment, then you are actually hurting your dog more because your dog's going to pull, run out to the road, run to another dog, get into a dog fight, get into a people, whatever. So, um, I want to teach people that using the tools is a safety. So once you teach the dog the tools and they respect it, you're only going to use them much like we would use a seatbelt, right? You, you learn how to drive and you're good. Like I, like I would say the percentage of people getting into accidents compared to people just driving is probably significantly low. Um, <clears throat> so, But if you have that seatbelt because of an accident or because of something you can't control – like the idiot down the road with the retractable coming onto your leash because your dog looks cute, that's 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 the driver that just fell asleep that you can't control. But thank God you have a seatbelt. It's not, oh, I'm a good driver. I, I don't need a seatbelt. Well, that's ignorance. It's the same thing as my dog listens to me. I don't need a leash. My dog, my dog loves me, especially when I have hot dogs. I don't need a correction. If you love your dog, you don't have to correct it. All of that is complete baloney. That's, that's, that's false advertising in your own head and I can't tell you how many dogs have died and have gotten severely hurt and people have gotten hurt because they say well I I, you know somebody told me I could never correct my dog because then they would they would they would never look at me the same again or they it's like what do you think 
moms, you know, what do you think wolves and coyotes and, and, and moms are doing when puppies are born? They're picking them up, they're throwing them around, they're correcting them, they're pinching them, they're hurting them at, to a certain extent. And then we get them and we put like, a, you know, like a, like a raincoat on them. <laughs> so, 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 so anyway, so I want you to restructure your relationship and, and stop, stop, Stop thinking about maybe, oh, you know, why is she acting like this? This is it, it, it's probably because your your past dog who had passed had 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 was secure to her, guided her through it, made her comfortable. Um, just like with people. And so I yeah, I don't know, girls go to the bathroom together. It makes them comfortable. I don't know. You know, it's it's like why why do you want you know, it's like why do you want um somebody with you during this time? Who knows, right? So so it's one of those things that it, it, whatever provides you comfort during that time is 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 besides the point. It's the fact that it does. So, so now what you have to do is you have to become that rock. You have to become that disciplinary, structured uh, leader um, that your dog so desperately needs, and just start punishing her for making these mistakes. Because right now she's going, I have to, I have to, I have to, and you're gonna go, No, you don't. I can, I can, I I make decisions. And then you can correct her and all that fun stuff. So anyway, so that's what you need to start doing is working on your obedience and making sure that you're following through with a reinforcing correction or discipline to teach her that that's wrong. Because again, dogs aren't going to learn through, no, that's bad. You're disappointing me. <laughs> They're going to learn through actual corrections that matter to them. And so and that's that'll be the difference between somebody who thinks their dog loves them and they're going to listen to everything versus the, the, the dog owner who has crazy control over the dog because the dog is actually fearing some sort of actual consequence, effective, efficient, humane consequence for mis misbehaving and things like that. That's where the real, real, real training happens. And we're not talking about obedience in a controlled environment, meaning we're not talking about a handful of hot dogs in a controlled room with nothing else going on. I'm talking about walking your dog outside with squirrels, chipmunks, retractable leash dog owners, etc. I want my dog to make sure that they know that if they do not listen to me, not only are they putting themselves into danger, but other people in danger, but they will be punished for their, for their things because I love them. So that's what you have to start doing. Yeah, I have faith. I have faith. Yeah, you're welcome. So do you, do you have any other questions about, about that stuff? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, it's, it's much like you know, any, anything else. Uh, first of all, dogs, you don't, they don't necessarily need to be trained for protection or they don't need to be trained for, I mean, dogs know, I mean, if you're in trouble, they know, I mean, if they can detect heart failure and diabetes and cancer through skin, they can detect if you're, you're threatened or getting hurt or getting attacked. So that's that. Um, secondly, it's, it's, it's something that, again, I, I wouldn't worry about as much, um, for that, because I think you're more worried about like, how do you tell her that you're in trouble? Well, sh she'll know more than likely whether or not she does. So I can guarantee she'll know if something's wrong, but whether or not she actually does something or not is, is a com an entirely different story, which is the only reason why we have like trained protection dogs is every dog is going to protect you. That's what we have them for. Whether or not the dog is going to be confident enough and bite the person at the right time at the right place for the right mount, you know, that's different. That's why we do training. But, um, Moving forward, you you have to you have to make sure that you can, can you can control you know the environment, and it's the same thing as like having a loaded gun. Is is if you have a dog that could potentially bite somebody at any given time if if used wrong, or not guided or holstered properly, if you will, 
then that's that's your responsibility to say, hey, somebody's coming in. I need to make sure that a my obedience is good enough, and, and I'm confident that my dog is going to stay in one place and not go and nip this guy in an accident. And and b, you have to also be responsible and uh, not not I, I mean honest with yourself enough to go. My obedience isn't that good. She's going to get up and try to come after this guy, so I'm going to put my dog away. So you have to you have to make sure that you're being honest with yourself to to ensure success because it's not it's going to be your fault if your dog makes that mistake but ultimately the town or the state is not going to see it that way. So you get a nervous scared dog. They're not going to think about, well, the court's already mad at me and you know mom's already spent all this time and money into trainings. They're not going to do that. They're going to look at a person. They're going to go, hold crap, I'm nervous. My mom's nervous because I'm nervous. And then boom. But if you're, com- if you're confident that your obedience is great, then you're good. But I would just say right now, keeping her on a leash if you're going to have people in the house that she doesn't know and making sure you're working on your sit, your stay, your leave it. But again, correcting her. Right now, she has never been punished for anything wrong in her life. Never. So why would she think twice about doing something? And why would she think that you're in charge? So creepy man in a uniform comes in. And they don't even have to be creepy, but that's how dogs are. If you're, Their dogs don't like uniform because... They don't see uniform a lot unless you have somebody in the house that wears a uniform, right? So uniform, you know, usually it's a different shirt, a hat, glasses, um, different shoes, different. So, so when 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 humans come around with uniform, it kind of freaks dogs out because it's exactly how it sounds. They're in uniform. They're 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 in a uniform. So that's that's not normal to dogs. They usually see not not a uniform. So unless of course you live with that. So. Uh, anyway, so I would just make sure that you're setting your dog up for success and, and, and you're not failing by putting your dog away. You're not failing by putting your dog into another location to keep them successful because that's the safer thing to do. And, and don't look at people do that. all day. Well, I, I didn't want, well, it's a, it's, it's no training is better than bad training. And if you're going to keep your dog out and you, there's a really good chance you're going to fail because you just feel that way, then put your dog away. Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, signing up for the online course. And uh, like I said, you come in anytime and uh, anytime after the quarantine, you can get sized up and uh, just just keep making logical decisions. Don't worry about, you know, if it doesn't, I tell this to people all the time, because here's the thing is you can be a florist and a teacher and also a dog trainer, right? So just because you walk into a dog, I'm doing air quotes, dog training facility, uh, they're probably a hobbyist. No offense to anybody that is, because there's a there's there's a ton of great trainers that are way better than me that are hobbyists and do it for fun. Um, however, just realize that the majority of them aren't. Uh, you know that 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 experienced with working with this type of stuff. Um, it, it's it's very very basic stuff. So when you go into a training aspect, and, and none of this is wrong. I'm just being frank. I'm just being as, as honest as possible to protect dogs and their owners. Is if you go somewhere to do dog training, and we all cut up a half a pack of hot dogs and lure dogs. Again, anybody with a pulse, I can get a ten year old to teach a dog to go to a mat with food. But it takes a little bit more skill and a little bit more precision to get a dog to do it or to get any animal to do that behavior without lure, without food, and things like that. So don't be discouraged by the experiences you've had other places because they're just doing what they 
they're 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 just they're just there to help. They're not doing any wrongdoing at that time, um, and 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 you have to also understand that when when you're doing that and your dog is very excited and working with you and playful and happy and engaged and and salivating and and really working. You have to understand as the trainer that's in the room, they're looking at your dog working with you and excited and you say, what if my dog tries to bite somebody? Oh my goodness. Your dog would never, um, you know, just look the other way, uh, whatever. They don't, a lot of those types of trainers do not see the violence that, that dogs and animals can create and they, because they don't work with it. They've never seen it because they don't work with it. So they don't know how real it is. They don't know that telling somebody like yourself to never punish your dog and your dog biting somebody can actually make your dog die. They don't realize the repercussions of their actions because when they leave that training room that Wednesday, every Wednesday in the, in the month of whatever you're working in, when they leave that room, they're probably going to go back to work or they're going to go home and then they're going to go to their, their other job. And then they're just doing this on the side and they don't, they're not professionals. They're not being, they're not being paid for their ability to help you with your dog. They're being paid to conduct you and your dog to walk around a room with a high reward food to lure them into position and not help you with certain behaviors and not help you with modifying behaviors. They're helping you to teach new behaviors that is learned in any pet co and any pet smart across the country. But also you just have to understand there's nothing wrong with those things, but you do have to realize that because they said it doesn't mean it's true. It's a good question. So, um, yes and no. If if you're if you're so the, the the humans and I deal with this a lot. The humans that you're working with have to be cognitive and empathetic towards what you're. When you start correcting dogs, you're you're messing with. You're not messing, but you 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 could alter their behavior for the good or bad. So it's it's not it's not something that like it's not a caveman type thing correct the dog, bam, no, no jump. Like you have to time it right. You have to say it right. So if you get a kid on a leash and they sit there and they go, they go, Maggie, no. And they, they, they do the leash wrong or they, they pop the dog in the face or they say it wrong and the dog doesn't take them seriously. It's going to work. It's going to worsen that. And, and chances are your dog respecting a six-year-old, a five-year-old, 10-year-old, is very minimal because of their adolescent, because of their behavior, because of their mentality, because they act with the dog. They are friends with your dog. They're not in charge of your dog yet. So, so it's the same thing of um, somebody calling your house with an emergency uh, uh, phone call, and they're not going to want to talk to somebody younger. Not out of disrespect. It's because they don't, they can't comprehend, and they can't. They're not empathetic towards the situation, and and they're not going to be able to to. to re- they're going to say, "Hold on, I got to go eat the rest of my cereal," and then they're going to give you, you know. So you just have to make sure that you know you have a lot of responsibility when you're trying to modify a dog's behavior. And if you do it wrong, it could worsen your, your, your path. So that, guys, was an online session I just had. I actually plugged my, my microphone in halfway through that session because I, I just know that, um, you know, I haven't been on the podcast for a couple of weeks now, and that was a great session that I think a lot of dog owners and also trainers deal with um, 
of, of I mean, that was it in a nutshell. We have a dog. We love the dog. We have a family. Uh, the dog nips somebody or bit somebody. Um, we're thinking about getting rid of the dog. And I've been dealing with stuff like this a lot. So thank you guys so very much for listening to this. I truly do appreciate it. The podcasts are going to be rolling out here. Um, again, we're going to get back on a schedule in the next couple of weeks. Um, I have a lot of traveling in Europe and other places to do. And then um, pretty much right when the we get back from that. We're going to be rolling this out heavily uh, within going into 2020. But for now, bear with me. Thank you so much for everybody that listened to this podcast. Screenshot this, share it on any social media, and I'll share it with with all, all of my friends. And I, I truly do appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Uh, I will talk to you next time. Peace. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.